0: okay welcome to america this week i'm matt Taibbi, and i am walter kern and this is a big week in news and just a reminder you can read the written version of uh, america this week at taibbi.substack.com. this is where we talk about stuff lots of stuff to talk about walter the big story obviously was donald trump announcing that he's throwing I guess his hat in the ring. Have you ever seen Donald Trump wear a hat? I've never seen oh, him wear a hat. Oh, no, red hat. He's famous for oh, it. Oh, the red hat, right. A part, yeah, 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 the red hat. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Um, that's a silly thing for me to say. Okay, so he's throwing <laughs> his mega hat in the ring for yeah. 20, 2024. And as expected, there was a an avalanche of outraged responses. Uh, what, what was your initial take on all of those?
1: Well, there was not only uh, an out, uh, outraged uh, flood of responses, there was an outraged flood of, you know, pre, uh, pre-responses um, the, from the night of the election. It was a down with Trump narrative that started, you know, up with DeSantis, down with Trump. Um, they spent a good solid week uh, before his announcement uh, telling us why would be a bad idea, and then he came and did it. So it was no surprise that they would continue in that vein afterwards. His his speech was almost uh, universally described as subdued, serious, nervous, some said boring. Um, uh, conservatives said this is the new Donald Trump, the somber and uh, statesmanlike uh, version that we've waited for. Others said he's lost his mojo. It doesn't seem to me that there can be such a thing as a honest or at least innocent response to Donald Trump at this point. They all seem to be spring-loaded, jack-in-the-boxes, just waiting um, to you know, make a rather prearranged uh, reaction. Uh, personally, uh, the speech was, to me, kind of as described, a little bit boring, a little bit um, predictable. And, by the numbers, you know he 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 very explicitly I think blamed China for uh, uh, interfering in the first uh, in the 2020 election. But uh, you know all of the all of the action has been in the sort of conservative civil war or the Republican civil war that's that that that's greeted the announcement.
0: I feel like there was a a marked lack of recognition that donald trump is only alive politically because of the shit people say about him <laughs> you know what i mean like because of the things that are done and said done to him and said about him um he's the biggest liar in the history of politics but he's also the most lied about politician in history his followers are denigrated on mass in ways that are i i think uh, unprecedented in American politics. I don't, I don't think we've ever seen. Tens of millions of people described as uh, threats to democracy or white supremacists. Um, yeah. and, and so he's back, as may be expected, but almost all of the oxygen of whatever run he's going to mount is going to come from these horrified responses by people who are hated more than he is and refuse to understand that.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah.
0: Trump Trump has, I think, uh, properly
1: pointed out that he is a surrogate uh, for his supporters. He's certainly become one at this point. Uh, They see their own denigration and uh, sort of social uh, marginalization as uh, extensions or, or somehow connect to the reaction he gets um so he certainly has forged a bond with them and it's a bond of mutual uh prejudice against um and i think you're absolutely right uh you know in the pro wrestling metaphor for the donald trump phenomena uh there is no such thing as bad publicity it's all good for him in the sense that uh you know he can't stop getting attention. You know until he until he goes to his you know earthly end, it seems that all elections will, in some sense, be about him. Uh, I I don't think I've ever seen a candidate's right to run for president questioned. Uh, that that's a new one. That there is somehow a barrier one must uh, breach in order to even become a candidate for the primary of one's own party. And and, and frankly, uh, you know, I'm not for it. Uh, Whatever Donald Trump uh, excavates about the American mind by running, I think is something we should see. And uh, this is not going to affect him. You know, at the same time he announced a couple of days later, we got the Washington Post reporting that the results of the great Mar-a-Lago raid were, I don't know, he took some white house mugs or something uh they they, their headline was that it turns out that his possessions were um measures of his vanity or his ego rather than you know nuclear secrets he he plans to trade uh, on the great underground so um
0: by the way in in that story they just sort of slipped in all kinds of sort of unsourced uh accusations that maybe he was going to sell this these things maybe there was some you know there was some nefarious effort by trump to leverage sell or use the government secrets so far they say that do not point to those things uh but they they theorized about this right this is this is just part of how trump has been covered in the last six years which is just so different from how we've ever done this before we've never we would never have gone there with a politician and said wow do you think maybe he was you know planning on having an assignation with uh some master criminal basically the post story theorized that there were all these things that he might have done with the classified information the FBI investigation in witnesses so far, uh, they say, do, do, do not do not uh, point out again, they use the, the, the term so far do not point out to any nefarious effort by Trump to leverage sell, or use the government secrets. We, again, this is just a different way of covering someone than we've ever seen before we would never have seen just this theorization that well. Maybe he was going to sell it to, to some, you know, international criminal um, or some, some rogue regime. Uh, that's possible. We don't have any evidence for it, but let's theorize about it in the Washington Post. I mean, isn't that new? I, I don't remember that ever happening before. Well, it's still possible that we will commit ritual murder on
1: this podcast. We haven't thus far. <laughs> but uh right. but who knows um we have the capacity and the suspicion might be even uh, there with some i yeah this is all pre-crime it's all uh you know speculation and and i don't know why or how they have formulated this particular uh uh story for him um it's evidence free uh this is a great way to cover up the fact that you just raided a, a american president's home for the first time in history and came up with nothing uh one would think that would be the headline of such a story you know we launched this podcast right around the time of the raid and we spent a few weeks uh in speculative meditation on what they might possibly have and it turns out I don't know that it's anything at all. I mean, they basically said it was nothing. But they managed to make even that disclosure damning in some way.
0: Right. And this is after they told, uh, they suggested to mass audiences that he was selling nuclear secrets. I remember that, that was one of the early, early days explanations. Then it was the violations of the Espionage Act, which they kind of cleverly used to imply espionage when the act doesn't actually require espionage um you know there there were all kinds of explanations that they cycled through uh that without ever having evidence and 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 now and now we're back to well he just did it because he's a bad person and he's got an ego and he and he wanted to to defy authority well, I mean, I I laughed out loud at the thought that an American politician
1: who's actually been the president should have an ego. I mean, they build these giant libraries to themselves. They, you know, commission books and uh, they get on stamps eventually, uh, but uh, that they should have an ego is considered outrageous. I, I mean, that, that was just funny. This was like the inverse of the Hunter uh, Biden laptop story, you know. Pre-election, we had a Hunter Biden laptop that appeared to show all sorts of illicit activity, if not illegal, and it was suppressed. Here, we had a a case in which no illegal activity was discerned, but much was thought to be under the surface, and now it turns out wasn't. So, you know, if if the crime of omission in the case of the Biden laptop uh, affected an election, Uh, There was, in a weird way, a crime of commission here that affected the election, I should think, uh, in some way, because they let this thing hang over him up until, you know, up until the midterms um, and then quickly cleared it up. Uh, You know, I I think there were a lot of journalists who were expecting Donald Trump's imminent um, arrest or or indictment or something uh, almost throughout the fall uh they seem to be they, they seem to be removing that potential
0: how many times are they gonna i mean this is the this is the lucy kicking uh, you know the charlie brown kicking the football story this has been going on for six years now i mean how how many times are, are, are people gonna fall for this thing uh well, they may, i, I they... fell for it once you know like i i fell for the whole donald trump is finished story once i never went for the whole He's about to be indicted story like i I needed to see more before <laughs> before I would put that to paper. uh clearly, a lot of other people didn't well, uh um, the one the one thing they've never
1: tried is the uh Donald Trump is a um legitimate candidate for president and or legitimate president who we disagree with, who will lead us into uh you know paths and a future that we don't wish to be a part of um through his policies uh therefore vote against him uh that hasn't been tried the demonization route has been constant i don't know what it is to look at donald trump without you know having to wade through all this static uh and uh you know it it, we could easily be here uh two years from now with Four different iterations of this, uh, having come and gone, you know, between now and then, and probably will. I, I I don't see any future for the for the coverage of Trump that isn't involved with, uh, you know, uh, ominous warnings of imminent arrest, uh, detention, um, or whatever. Um, you said that there was a Times uh, op-ed. Uh, of, oh of,
0: God. Unbelievable! The, the the Times came out with this with this uh, editorial board piece, v- very creepy picture of Trump standing in front of a red background. Uh, where it, it's almost like the Lloyd Bridges uh, shot an airplane. Remember where he's he's leaning on his desk, and there's a picture of him leaning on his desk behind him, or or it's um, almost like.
1: Biden's speech in Philadelphia with the red background. Um, since when are red backgrounds uh, damning? But anyway.
0: Yeah, anyway, they do it. So it's got this like weird satanic look to it. And the whole thing is... America deserves better than Donald Trump is the headline. Mm -hmm. Uh, It goes on to read, Donald Trump twice impeached for seeking to undermine the integrity of the 2020 presidential election says he is running. That wasn't why he was impeached. Did it suggest that it was? That's what it says. Donald Trump twice impeached for seeking to undermine the integrity of the 2020 presidential election.
1: I thought he was impeached once, at least one of those times for phoning uh, the Ukrainian president and
0: but i think they're interpreting that as undermining the integrity of the election by okay. buying off uh an investigation of oh i see okay right the bidens right. right um and then and then it's you know the rest of this this article is a series of these increasingly canned Soviet-style phrases. Mr. Mr. Trump and his supporters can no longer pretend to be good-faith participants in the democratic process. They have enshrined the refusal to accept adverse election results as a defining feature of their political movement.
1: So is it is it, is it the New York Times position now that all uh, that all presidential elections in the history of the United States have been retrospectively deemed... Uh, completely free of problems.
0: Uh, I, I I I have no idea. Um, <laughs> they, but but even even this this passage to me was was the one that that made my eyes bug out. This is their explanation of of this is sort of their explanation of why he won in 2016. Mm-hmm. Mr. Trump has many loyal supporters. Regard him as a flawed but effective champion. His rise to power was built on the idea that he is a winner. And for many Republicans, his victory in 2016 was sufficient justification for having supported him. It allowed the party, they really wrote this, they'd allowed the party to cut taxes and take firm control of the Supreme Court, opening an era of conservative jurisprudence, including the reversal of Roe v. Wade this year. In this uh, sterilized version of history, Trump was not a uh, a rage vote right. by a, a mass of uh, of people of, who de- had, of deindustrialized workers who had rather than learned
1: to code entered the electoral process to make uh, their their their
0: feelings known. Exactly, exactly. They, they they've they've sort of excised this like surgically from history and basically gone back and said 2016 was a machiavellian gambit by republican voters who who uh who backed trump because he was a winner now first of all think about and he won let's remember that he did win so at least in that instance they were they were proved correct and gratified that's that is true although let's not forget though that every single pundit in the mainstream press including on the right including the, the conservatives was convinced that trump couldn't even win the nomination right that year right. Right. but this 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 was the argument against trump um so that so was advanced what we yeah. what we
1: have in this piece is is a more advanced and thoughtful phd version of election
0: denial really
1: um right exactly
0: exactly they 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 are trying to say that there's only one legitimate way to vote um you must vote against uh Donald Trump because he is a menace to all things decent uh, represented by us um and again this this misses the underlying true plot of the Trump era which is that Donald Trump continually wins referenda, or at least he, he comes close, right? Like it's, it's competitive. Yeah. He, he represents one of two wings of hated America. There is institutional America, which has enormous power, enormous influence, enormous, uh, an enormous ability to shape public opinion. Um, and it's despised. And then there's Donald Trump, who's despised because he's the object of an organized campaign uh, to make him despised, and in in many cases deserves it, but but that's kind of beside the point. Uh, But these votes involving Donald Trump ultimately come down to whether or not people hate, uh, there there are people who, who clearly hate both parties, but they just hate Trump less. Or they, they, they prefer this kind of liar over that kind of liar. Well, so, so
1: now it is not enough to win an election or, you know, be competitive in one. One must win for the right reasons with the right people. And the candidate must be uh, sort of pre-screened in some fashion. They're suggesting here that if Donald Trump doesn't end up being the nominee, everything will be hunky-dory. But it's hard to believe that whether it's DeSantis or someone else who 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 may become the nominee, uh, they will not be subject to the same uh, or maybe similar levels of 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 scrutiny and distaste. Uh, you know, I, I remember when DeSantis was to Satan, uh, was that not only about two months ago? Um, you know, I, I've seen them gin up this machine for Elon Musk. Now, um, it seems that this is a uh, a move that can be made against nearly everyone who the left objects to um, and, and I predict will be made against any non-Trump candidate, should one. You know, prevail.
0: Do we really mean the left? I don't know. I mean, is that is that right? Because
1: yeah, I, 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 dude, I, I, I wish I could just dispense with the whole vocabulary. I really don't mean the left. I, I guess I really mean the Democratic Party establishment. You know what the what the bomb throwing uh, conservative theorist Curtis Yarvin calls the cathedral. Um, the sort of right, uh,
0: which which now includes like the remnants of the Bush administration and you know what I'm saying like yeah you know I, are they the left or are they're they just there are what's left of the political establishment after Trump's 2016 run and and you're absolutely right they you know we've seen they won't just use this tactic on trump they we, we've seen the dhs and the fbi and other officials leak information that russia or china prefers certain candidates they prefer bernie sanders they prefer trump uh they you know we've seen we've seen leaks about how russia's got trolls acting on behalf of tulsi gabbard uh so he, this is this is a treatment that's not reserved just for donald trump it's just that trump is he's kind of the ultimate in how how this technique is used um yeah he he is he's is well, illegitimate Yeah. how did how
1: did the times wrap up this op-ed what did they suggest we do um change election law so he can't qualify uh, to run or um simply, you know, abandon him in our hearts, those of us who have him in our hearts, uh, whoever they may be?
0: Well, they're saying, they're saying Mr. Trump gravely damaged American democracy, but there are promising signs that the wounds are beginning to heal. Um, And, you know, by rejecting his bid for a political revival, Americans can put Mr. Trump in the past and get back to the hard but necessary work of self-government. So, uh, what essentially? The what they? I mean, what was not self-government about
1: Trump? I, you know, in in fact, I would make the case that electing such a, a an outlandish candidate or countenancing such an outlandish candidate is the quintessence of self-government. Um, rather than let the New York Times and you know the, the the Mitch McConnell wing of the Republican Party speak for them, Americans decided to speak for themselves. They did something that the Times doesn't like, but as far as autonomy goes, that would seem to be a demonstration of it. They they, they were independent of almost all the institutional uh, voices. It, 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 this is institutionalism is what it is. Finally, it's 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 a it's a deep belief that America has a sort of inner circle of uh, wise people who should be allowed to speak first not just after an election, but before it, as to who should be in it. The language is absolutely opposite world, because this is a endorsement of the thought that the gray eminences should run things and the people should get in line with them.
0: This is one of the things that drove me crazy about the response to 2016, where the clear way that the press should have looked at this was well on the one hand um you know (laughs) something completely nuts happened a you know a guy who um I, i i would agree with the notion that he is probably unfit on 90 different levels to be president of the united states uh he has a lengthy record of um indifference to the law he's been involved with really gross schemes like uh, Trump University, you know, uh, and, and all those things probably made him a, a bad choice for president. Okay, I mean, I didn't vote for the guy. Uh, but it was clearly a, a profound exercise of democracy, because one of the problems that the that, um, American democracy had had up to that moment was that it was so completely controlled by the two parties, this this weird like uh, triumvirate of donors, uh, the media, and political parties, that they had, they had worked out this seemingly foolproof system, whereby they could stage manage who got to be a candidate, who got to be taken seriously, who wasn't taken seriously. If you know, we would allow the you know, Dennis Kucinich or Ron Paul to run occasionally, but they would they could only get you know, four or 5% at most. And, and, you know, we had mechanisms for making sure they didn't get uh, more votes than that, because high priests like Mark Halperin told us who was a serious candidate and who wasn't. Well, Trump came in and blew all that up. He blew this system up. People rejoiced in, in its explosion. And That was a major story. That was a major headline of the 2016 election was that people destroyed the stage managed version of democracy that had taken hold in America and they put in something real. Now, the real had some ugly to it. uh, There's no question about it. But what the Times wants now is for us to go back to the unreal and thank them for it and well, that's just not going to happen well,
1: unless they want to add constitutional tests to the, the ability to run for president. I don't know what they're talking about practically. Um are are, are they sending out times signals to the Toledo Ohio auto worker or the unemployed mate former Maytag employees of Newton Iowa to get with the program finally uh, they don't exactly have an audience among the Trump voter, frankly. So who the hell are they talking to? Um, you know, the Times speaks first and most persuasively to the American establishment. And what do they want the American establishment to do about this? Um, uh, if, if they're now Vox Populi, uh, I don't think anybody cares. Um, the the Times has failed to make itself a paper for the you know the masses, um, and yet they presume to speak to them. Suddenly, uh, you know, it, it may be behavior like this that keeps Donald Trump competitive, as you said at the earliest, uh, at, at the early part of the broadcast. Um, he's going to be able to run on this stuff, you know, through the through the spring, obviously. He is still the candidate who can claim he gets the, you know, the big boys angry. He's still the outsider. He's still the one who angers the big club. Um, And that is a potent claim that may influence over, you know, that may influence the majority of Republicans, finally. Um, Why can't they just drop it? Is there something that they're... Trying to accomplish beyond, um, you know, keeping him from becoming a primary uh, favorite. Uh, I I, I don't know, is is there some ultimate law that they're trying to legislate going forward? Because, as you say, Donald Trump being the outsider, being the villain, being the, the masked wrestler who is going to take on the champion has been a very comfortable and somewhat successful role for him. And they're only keeping it alive.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, um, I, I, I don't know what they're trying to, I don't know what they're trying to include. They're, 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 they 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 want to go back. It's funny. Cause they acute, the, one of the great accusations against Trump is that he's convinced people to long for an era that is gone right i mean he had scott Bayo uh give the opening speech to his nom- to his convention in 2016 because uh he wanted people to remember happy days which is a fictional representation of an era that's been gone for a million years anyway um well, but matt, matt this night- i think i know what they're up to to be honest with you mm-hmm. uh, they they are trying
1: to um, preclude serious coverage of Donald Trump in the press. They are trying to preclude his return to Twitter. They're trying to uh, delegitimize um, inclusion and coverage of Trump in social media and so on in advance of his run. That, that's the only conclusion that makes sense to me. If you're hearing this message, you're listening to the free version of America This Week. To hear the rest of our conversation, please subscribe to TK News at
0: taibbi.substack.com.